There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard show with Andy Brant Bernard, Mike Bryant, JB, and Mike Molina. Perfect. We'll be right back. <laughs> Kick off hour three, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt, then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. We're rocking out, man. (laughs) I like it. This all works for me, though. I watched uh, last week uh, an episode of WKRP, and it's the one where they had the state trooper in studio. And they're mm-hmm. and they're testing the reflex every, every time after they take a <laughs> shot, <laughs> and Venus got worse, and John, Johnny got faster and faster <laughs> as as they drank more and more. <laughs> I remember that. I do remember that absolutely. We were just talking about that yesterday. As a matter of fact, that uh, who was it uh, that thought Venus flytrap was his real name? <laughs> who was that again, Andy? Yes, Mister Flytrap. Fly he goes that. That's not my real name, you know. I uh, I think it was uh, Les. Yeah, I think that's right. It was Les oh, Nesman. Les was the one. Yeah. Les Nesman was the one who said to him, you know, Venus, I've noticed there are a lot of Negroes in sports. <laughs> <laughs> are the greatest ever. Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> was she the one with the turkeys couldn't fly? Yes. Yep. The turkeys out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I swear, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. 
and, and ever since that episode, I never thought turkeys could fly. Yeah. Until now, I've actually found out turkeys can fly. Well, they can fly up well, to but, a tree, but right. they drop. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that because they're you know all the turkeys I have around my condo, and I wonder where they went at night. And late last fall, where the leaves had dropped, I noticed that's where mm-hmm. they were. They were in the trees. Yeah, but dropping them out of a helicopter is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Andy, actually, how what was it? A couple of years ago, you and I watched a bunch of WKRPs, Andy. There was at least three because was it, it was really? it was at the old the the house that you just moved out of. So oh yeah, you're right. It was. I think it was the last year we were there. In fact, so two years ago. Yeah, at least a couple of years yeah. ago. You're absolutely right. It, it it was a great show. It was a show that it was ahead of a, ahead of its time. Yep. Fantastic. It was very. We're just, Michael. We we're talking about what why people can't are not allowed to be funny on TV or in movies anymore. Hmm. Uh, they, you know, they try, but it's just not as funny as it used to be, because everybody, at least Hollywood thinks, everybody's hypersensitive, unless of course you're grabbing their ass or their breasts or something. You know, I, it, that is the most disingenuous town on earth. Mm, it really D- is. DC's gives gives it a run. <laughs> well, that's true. That's a very very good point. Never mind, it is L.A. and D.C., you're 100% correct. How about this? I love this story. Now, you, I think, should, I think you should represent this woman. Uh Uh-oh. I really do. A high school custodian in South Carolina was fired and faces criminal charges (laughs) after authorities say she used Wednesday's national or nationwide gun control protests as an opportunity to steal from students. (laughs) (laughs) Well? (laughs) According to WIS, students participating in the walkout exited Richland Northeast High School and left their backpacks behind in the classroom. The Richland County Sheriff's Department says 32-year-old Aisha Evans went through three of those bags, stealing a total of $180. Wow. The custodian was identified as the culprit by school administrators and the school resource officer. She was fired and charged with three counts of petty larceny. Mm -hmm. Well, she went for cash, huh? She went for cash. I'm looking at a mugshot, by the way. She's never getting a job again. No. No, she will not be a custodian again. I'm looking at a mugshot, and she's looking at the camera like, yeah, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) She, She really is. Okay, uh, I don't think you understand what you, you might be in a little trouble here, sister. Uh, that's all I got to say. I just, I don't know. I just looked at that and I thought, this woman preyed on high school students <laughs> when they're out protesting gun violence yeah. in America. Well, <laughs> she steals from them. They, I mean, in Rhode Island, you always had to leave somebody in your house for a funeral because people would show up and, and rob your house while you were at a funeral. Yes. Oh God, yes. That, yeah. that used to happen all so the time. So there was a, a house and funerals that always sit would always sit there at a, during a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, right. Imagine spending the time going through the obituaries Wait. to figure out when a funeral is, so you right. can go rob their house. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Unbelievable. Perhaps Ryan Zinke wanted to show off his foreign language skills at a hearing Thursday, but it ended with reprimands in very plain English. Politico and HuffPost report uh, the Interior Secretary attended a gathering of the House Natural Resources Committee, was asked about a commitment to a $2 million grants and to preserve double, uh, World War II's Japanese-American internment camps. President Trump's proposed budget for next year doesn't include that funding. Pressing Zinke for a pledge was Representative Colleen Hanabusa of Hawaii, whose grandfathers were among those detained in the camps during the war. One of her grandfathers, a U.S. citizen, kept in Oahu's Hell's Valley camp, couldn't even talk about his experience there until he was much older. After relaying that background, Hanabusa asked Zinke, we will, see, will we see the grants funded again in 2008? To a smiling... Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> To which a smiling Zinke replied, Oh, Kanichiwa. Oh, jeez. I wonder if he which, did, did the Trebek uh, kind of halting way he said that. <laughs> yeah, the Negro district. 
That was unbelievable. Which Politico notes is a Japanese greeting used midday. The hearing was taking place in the morning after a pause. Hanabusa filled Zinke in on the correct terminology, answering, I think it's... Ohio? Ohio... Gozaimasu, yeah. go, it says here. Well, you don't pronounce the U. You don't, so it's just Ohio Gozaimasu? Gozaimasu. Gozaimasu. But that's okay. Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirano, herself born in Japan, slammed Zinke later on Twitter, posting, the internment of nearly 120,000 Japanese Americans is no laughing matter. At Secretary Zinke, what you thought was a clever response to at Representative Hanabusa was flippant and juvenile. Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth, uh, born in Thailand, was more direct, tweeting, nope, racism is not okay. I don't... Was that racist, do you think? It was stupid. I don't, I don't even know stupid. what they're talking about. It doesn't make sense. Well, he said good morning rather than good... A- or he said good afternoon rather than good morning. Oh, but as a response to what... Well, she was talking about the, the, the internment camps, internment camps during World War II. That was, by the way, uh, nobody ever likes to point out, that was the idea Theodore of uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yep. The internment camp. It was his idea to put the Japanese in internment camps. Yeah, FDR wasn't a good guy. He was, was not a good guy in the least. But he was in a wheelchair, so everyone like feels sorry for him. Come well, on. He was president for a long time, but, yeah. but the, was, that's yeah. one of the most horrible things that we've done as a country ever, where we just threw people in internment camps. You know. But who else did it? Who else did it? People Let's, don't know this. Who else people did it? People do not know. The Canadians threw all oh, yeah. of the... Um, um, what the hell is that company that Russia just took over? That country that Russia just took over? Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, they threw all the Ukrainians in internment camps during World War II. Yep. People don't even know that. Uh, and the only reason I know about it is because Catherine and I happened upon an entrance to one of the internment camps on a trip to Western uh, or West Central, I should say, Canada. This was the site of a, a Ukrainian internment camp during World hey, War Tom, II. Hey Tom, we gotta we gotta give a, a call to Big Jerry now. Yeah, Big Jerry would know that. As a matter of fact, I told Big Jerry that, and he didn't. He did not know it either. Right? You were the first one who told him that after you went on that trip. He always denies it. He always yeah. no, no, no. Ah, that never happened. Yeah, well, it did happen. I'm here to tell you it happened because I was at the site. Yeah, I don't, and what, Michael? Do you remember the reason that FDR thought it was a good idea well, yeah. to put all Japanese people in internment camps? The idea was is that since we were going to war, they, we want to make sure that they were they wouldn't attack American citizens. Right. Yep. Well, yeah, but you had people in northern Minnesota marching around with Nazi flags. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so what the hell is he thinking? <laughs> he just picked them out. And that's, see, that's another thing that people don't know in Minnesota, and that is a fact, that Germans in northern Minnesota, central Minnesota, were marching through the streets with Nazi flags praising Hitler during World War II. Yep. We, out, we conveniently forget all that kind of stuff, don't we? Well, I think well, it's what? I didn't. telling the story, you know. I get, yeah, but you can't deny truth in history. Uh, I mean, the, that's the, the winners. That the I winners write that. history, and so history mm-hmm. always gets rewritten in different ways depending on what that's happens. Very true. You know, that so. is very very I mean, true. I drove no up. Doubt. I drove up to see Hillary Clinton speak for Al Franken the first year that he was running for Senate, and I took a mm-hmm. shortcut through someplace between St. Cloud and Duluth to get there. So I was in the backwoods uh, below Duluth. Oh, There's some scary signs out there. There was, <laughs> oh, there was a couple yeah. Nazi signs, uh, you know, with Nazi swastikas on them. And it yeah. was just not a place yeah. I thought I would stop and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> Nine! <laughs> well, actually, if they're, they're bringing your co- uh, cup of coffee to you and they go, they question and say, Yuda? Yeah. Do not say yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, it's uh, people. People do not know history. Do we teach history? No. I had a cab driver no. when I was in Miami that said that they're just beginning to teach history again in the Miami high schools, and I'm wondering which history that is. Sure. Because there are so many things about that, that happened throughout history, we have no idea that they actually happened, but we just accept uh, people at their word. Oh, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Well, that's not that, that's not true. But uh, what are you going to do? Well, I, ju- I, ju- I just don't like the whitewashing that's going on now. Why does it have to be whitewashing? <laughs> <laughs> well, why does it have to be blackmail? Yeah. But anyway. 
Black male and whitewashing. Washing. That's all I know. Right. That's going on now. Then we got to change names and whatnot. No, don't change names. Educate people on why you would want to change the name. Yeah, there you go. This is what actually happened, and right. th- these are the people who did it. Yeah, you know? I, I agree with you completely. I agree with you 100%. It's absolutely true. Uh, history is very, very important. The history of the world is an interesting thing to study, I'll tell you that, because it is not what you think it is. I can guarantee you it's not what you were taught. I can guarantee you that. No, definitely no. not. Yeah. I learned that half of the things I learned in history class are were just not true yeah. over the years. Absolutely. And I don't know, as you said, uh, Michael Bryant just said, the winners get to rewrite history. Oh, yeah. You know, Bristol, Rhode Island, we learned that Mussolini was a great guy. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. So, over know. there, you know. That might have been the Patriarca family that was pointing that <laughs> yeah, out. But. Yeah, there are a lot of people at his funeral. That was a very, very big oh. funeral. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. He dragged him behind a Jeep for a while and then hung him upside down, right? Oh, Mussolini? Mussolini, yeah. Mussolini, yeah. Yeah, yeah they just they decided to get rid of him, so... They did indeed. Didn't he try to? He tried to sneak out of out of Italy into Switzerland wearing a Swiss Army uh, uniform. <laughs> did you know that? He yeah. tried. But yeah. He got caught. Gave it a shot. That was right up. Yeah, that was right up by Villa d'Este, as a matter of fact, in northern Italy. There's Lake Como. It's when you actually go to the areas is where you you mostly learn the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly, probably not completely, but mostly. So that's at least good. I don't know. It, it, some of the things that people do think, well, oh, that actually happened. No, it never happened, well, actually. I'm I was sorry. shocked. Andy was talking about this about, I don't know, four or five months ago, about the, the, the disease blanket that, that the Indians supposedly got. That's not even true. Oh, the smallpox. Yeah, smallpox. No, that's and based on one thing where um, a guy wrote a letter to another guy saying, uh, hey, maybe we could uh, do this, but nothing ever came of it, but that correspondence is what people assumed was like i don't know because well, he mentioned it they assumed it happened i've always thought that was true i i and i know i've heard it from yeah me people, too like it was absolutely a fact and then after you said yep. that i went back and looked and it's like no this isn't even the story well it's like mm-hmm. tom the guy on the well, italian golf course the fact- that shot a 61 <laughs> no, no, no. No, guy. no, it was a 55. Oh, yeah. Right. And tomorrow it'll be a 52. 52. <laughs> and tomorrow it'll be a 52. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to piss Dominic off. That's all I know. Yeah. No pissing off D- Dominic. He will always be the champion of the golf course. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's just unbelievable. It, it's... What? I, yeah, I was going to say that might actually be like the Indian logo. As soon as Dominic dies, that'll suddenly change. No, well, that's a possibility. Yeah. That is a distinct possibility, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I just, I really, really wish we wouldn't rewrite history to benefit somebody's political view right. or to try to prove a point. It's not what happened. Don't tell people, particularly children, that. Because it's not true. Hey, you still got people denying the Holocaust ever happened. It's like, good God. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to hanging out on the dock with family and friends. Let Flow enhance your experience with their rock-solid dock systems. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Flow boat lifts are a breeze to level using a cordless drill with their patented easy level system. Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Visit Flow at the Northwest Sports Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center, March 22nd through the 25th. Be sure to ask for the show special, where with a qualified purchase, you'll receive a free three-piece furniture set or free wireless remote. 
and mention you heard this ad on KQ for an additional $50 off a dock or lift system. To find out more about Flow Systems, visit their website at floeintl.com. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. With their tanks and their bombs and their bombs and their guns in your head, in your head, cool, yeah. in your head. What the hell? <laughs> We try to get depressed on a Friday afternoon. Or? <laughs> nah, is this, uh, you're, I'm running out of Irish bands. The cranberries. <laughs> cranberries. What, well, how about, uh, what's her name? Shave your head. Oh, oh Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Why not? No. Why After not? what she did to the Pope. She's a good Catholic girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a big friend Her of Prince. <laughs> That was on uh, Saturday Night Live, wasn't yep, it? it yeah, was. when she torpedoed her career, yeah. Yep. She ruined her career, ruined her life. Her and that Mary Hartman gal both did that. Those are the ones they don't they never replay. What Mary Hartman gal? The gal from Mary Hartman came on and she like gave this like talk that was like totally insane and they never have done that show again. Oh really? Yeah. Well, well. Yeah, I never saw Mary. It was called Mary Hartman. Mary, Mary Hartman, Hartman yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, and it was goofy. Yes, it yeah. was. But it had. It, but at that time, it was real controversial because it talked about all sorts of like abortion mm-hmm. and you know drugs oh, and all sorts of stuff. I was not aware. Yeah, <laughs> some people say one of the shows that we were banned from watching that and mod. So me and my brother saw everyone home. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Watched every single one we possibly could. That one that Billy Crystal was on, oh, where um, was gay. Uh, soap. 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 Yeah, I loved Soap. Soap was a great show. That was a great show. I will tell you that, matter of fact, I was working at WAPE in Jacksonville, Florida. When Soap hit the air, the ABC affiliate would not run it because there was a gay character Ooh. on it. I never saw yep. that show. I've never seen it. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Was it a good show? It was a great yeah. show. That was a great show. Billy Crystal, the guy with the puppet. You know, there was a lot of really good people on that. And then it just stopped. It, they ran out of funding, or they finally got tired of fighting the whole issue. So it was amazing that oh, there were people that were afraid to show it because what they'd turn gay or something. Well, here's what I want to. I, 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 I would love to ask people. I don't understand this, and I talked about this this morning. I, uh, I have a wife that I adore, and, you know, I love her, and why would I possibly care <laughs> what you are? Yeah. Right? What, your color, your, your orientation, your race, your, I, why would I care what you do and what you are? As long as you don't go around harming other people deeply, I don't care what you do. Yep. I hope you're happy. I don't wish any ill on anyone. Why do people want to get so involved with everybody else's stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Right? These people get really into it, and some of them have their own major demons that they're fighting. It doesn't make any sense. Well, do you think that's what the answer is, that they are fighting their own demons and they can't deal with anything? Yep, some are. Some are just so unhappy that they have to have somebody to blame. Well, that's it. I'm a victim. See, that, that, I'm a victim is the new thing, isn't it? Oh, you're victimizing me. Oh, I'm not victimizing. Let me show you victimizing, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'll show you what victimizing is all about. Honest to God. But that's How about what... if I tie you, to a, tie you to a chair and burn you with a cigarette? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's what we teach. <laughs> like you're mayor of Providence. That's what exactly. we teach in schools now, though, is how to be a victim. Oh, uh, you're a victim? Yeah, yeah, we do. Not history. You're absolutely we t- a victim. Teach, yeah. teach how to be a victim. Hmm. Isn't that unbelievable? What What's the great benefit there? They all because it, it it somehow builds this giant group that'll all think alike, and therefore that party, whatever party that is, will be in control forever. That or I have I mean, friends trying to achieve. Or I have friends that are victims too. I don't want to be friends with any victims. <laughs> You know, I'll support victims if they were really victimized, but I don't want to be hanging out with somebody well, who thinks they're a victim. I was surprised. You read this. I was listening to you guys yesterday. You read the story about that Dylan whatever sister who got arrested. No, Dylan Roof, yeah. Yeah, his sister. Well, oh, the, only on, way that, the only way that happened is a white friend turned her in. That's right. That's exactly right. Dylan Roof's little sister 
was bitching about the uh, the uh, walkout at the high schools mm. against guns in America, and she said, well, let's just be honest, y'all. They're fixing to have this march, and it'll all be black people. <laughs> Your brother's in prison and for I, killing nine black people. And I mm. hope you all get shot down was yeah. the other line she used. Oh, mm. God, I hope you all get shot down. Uh, what? Nice parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I gotta be honest with you, Mr. and Mrs. Roof, you didn't do that great a job with Dylan and Bitsy or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, I have a feeling there were some substances in the womb yeah. involved. <laughs> you think think mom might have been hitting the bottle while they, she was pregnant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not nice, but uh, it's yeah, no, I, I, I don't uh I don't have it I don't really wish to feel like a victim. And I'm very honest about that stuff. I've had people steal money from me before, some in large amounts and all the rest of it. I don't feel like I'm a victim. I do feel I have to fight back and and right the wrong. But I don't sit around and go, oh, I was victimized. You know, and I don't get great support in some areas of our government. Uh, But that's because they're a pain in the ass or extremely lazy. One of the two. But so. when does it become empowering to be a victim? Well, I know, and that's what it appears to be today, is that I'm empowered by the fact that I'm a victim. What? I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's all I have to say. Just try to live with people the best you can. He's 14 years old. He saw his father murdered last summer. His mother has now been charged with the crime, and the FBI wants to know where he is. Jacob Caldwell and his two siblings saw Father Robert Caldwell shot to death in a parking lot in Riverside, Ohio, in August of last year, People reports. Authorities say that six days later, on August 21st, the teen's grandmother went to check on him at night and discovered he was missing. The FBI, which is offering a $15,000 reward for information on the teen, believes he may now be out of Ohio and living under a new identity. The Dayton Daily News reports the FBI's plea for information came as Jacob's mother and five other people were indicted in connection with the murder, reports the Journal News. Mother Tawny Caldwell, 33, Caldwell's ex-wife, has been charged with murder, as has his 34-year-old Sterling Roberts, who was accused of cyber-stalking Robert Caldwell in the days before the murder. What the hell is this all about? Hmm. God, what a story. Yeah, and uh, mom shoots dad in the park. Mom shoots dad in the park, and now the kids disappear. Yeah. What the hell? Mother Tawny Caldwell, 33, Caldwell's ex-wife, has been charged with murder, as his uh, 34-year-old Sterling Roberts, who was accused of cyber-stalking Robert Caldwell in the days before the murder. Prosecutors say both are eligible for the death penalty. Four others named in the indictment are accused of crimes, including conspiring to intimidate witnesses. Who in the hell is mom hanging out with? (laughs) And Good God! I was just going to say the kid probably is leave uh, is on the run because he doesn't either want to testify against the mother or he's being bullied in some way. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. He's a cute kid. He's uh, what is he? Fourteen? He doesn't even look like he's fourteen years old. He looks like he's about twelve years old. Very young looking. Very young looking kid, but. Yeah, I. It's yeah. not good when mom shoots dad. That's no. all I have to say. No. That's a problem in that family. <laughs> it's all true. A black man beaten up by a gang of white supremacists last August in Charlottesville, only to later be charged himself with assault, was found not guilty Friday. The Washington Post. So he gets beaten up by a gang of people, and they charge him with assault in the same. Beat- well, was it for a different? Uh-oh. Yeah, they don't got people coming in. According to Al Jazeera, 20-year-old DeAndre, that's who I look at. When I want to know what's going on in Charlottesville, I go to Al Jazeera to find out what's going on. <laughs> sometimes they have good stories. I mean, actually, sometimes they have the best stories. Oh, here we they go. They do. Uh, 20-year-old DeAndre Harris was attacked by at least six white nationalists in a parking garage during the Unite the Right rally. Harris was left with a spine injury and 10 stitches to his head. The video of the assault went viral. Two months later, a warrant was issued for Harris's arrest after Harold Cruz, a member of the White Nationalist Group League of the South, accused him of assault. Video showed Harris swinging a flashlight at Cruz, who was holding a flagpole Jeez. prior to the assault in a parking garage. <laughs> they got a flagpole and a flashlight, and they're slugging it out. <laughs> yeah. Harris, good God. So, are you wearing Harris your own shirt? So- no. 
Oh. This is Janet Jackson. Oh, okay, good. I thought I the comedian was wearing her own shirt. I was I, like, I come on. To. I <laughs> Wait a minute. Day. Yeah, she just came in the house. <laughs> she just came in. Yep. Oh, yeah. Nice nice story to come in during. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. And, Mike, and Mike Bryant used the term in the house. Yes. Who is the Arsenio Hall? <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> In the house. I was like, who do you think you are, Steve Harvey? <laughs> so who do we have in studio? Hi, it's Alicia Cooper. I'm here. I just landed. Hi, Alicia Cooper. And I heard you just tired. Were, you, you might not be able to make it today. And my arms are tired. <laughs> Alicia Cooper. Yes. You're at the Royal Royal Comedy Theater tonight, tomorrow night? Yes, I am. One show tonight, two shows tomorrow night. We are going to have a very good time. I have stuff to say. <laughs> since I, since I'm not there, Alicia, do you look a lot like Janet Jackson? I wish I did. <laughs> I have more money in my damn checking account. Janet Jackson married a bill, a guy with a billionaire. I don't have a billionaire face. <laughs> I don't have a billionaire face. Are you sure? I'm sure. I looked at my checking account. <laughs> well, I let me think about this and get back to you on that. I, Janet I, you know. beats me in every category. She had her first kid at 50. Who would do that? First kid at 50? First kid at 5 Wow. I'd say only kid if I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, definitely only. Definitely only. And uh, they both going to be wearing diapers together. Because mm. <laughs> she is old as dust. That's really nice. Ouch. Alicia, I'm, I'm looking at your picture right now. You spell your name with a Y, correct? Yes, yes. That was the title of my fourth what? album, Alicia with a Y. Because people kept trying to spell it like Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. So, Alicia yes. Keys, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a very attractive woman. What are you talking about? You, you, you do have a billionaire face. Oh, thank you. Where are you so I can tongue kiss you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever works out, it all works out in the end. So, well, thank you for thank you for coming in after just landing at the airport and you rushed right over. It's wonderful you to uh, of you to come in. Thank you. No thank question. you for no, having where, me. Where are you from originally? I'm from right outside of Washington, D.C. I'm from Temple Hills, Maryland. Temple Hills, Maryland. All right. So, and you always wanted to get into comedy your whole life when you were a little kid? Uh, not really. What happened was my cousin Karen, she's nine years older than me, and she was always really smart-mouthed, and she got kicked out of her mother's house, and my mother took everybody in, uh, so she ended up moving in with us. So I'm listening to everything she's listening to, which consisted of Millie, J- we're sneaking in the basement, listening <laughs> to Millie Jackson, and, you know, so I, I, Richard Prime listening to all these comps. I'm like eight Ooh. years old, and I'm listening listen to Uh-oh. all these comedians and I'm absorbing it and I, I didn't realize that I had a love for it even way back then you know so no, Alicia, um, I have to ask you yeah. I have to ask you a question Alicia mm-hmm. at 8 years old did you like uh, Richard Pryor's Exorcist bit <laughs> I actually like <laughs> every starts laughing <laughs> I like everything Richard Price said because, yeah. you know, you didn't get to hear it anywhere else. I mean, this it man was, was just wonderful. unplugged. You know, he has a son, Mason Pryor, that's doing it now. It looks like his twin and sounds just like him. But Mason isn't trying to sound like Richard. It's just in his DNA. Hmm. It just and is. Is just he funny? Is. I th- you know, he's, he's probably about 31 right now, and he's still okay. getting his legs up under him. And... He's com- oh, okay. very comfortable on stage, and I think he'll if he keeps going, which I'm sure he will. I think he's going to be something. The problem is they brought back Showtime at the Apollo, mm-hmm. and he was in the second episode, and it's on Fox, oh, and he got yeah, booed yeah. on Showtime yeah, at the that's Apollo. What I heard. So um, I heard that. But I mean, it was. But you know how American Idol is song selection. These comedy shows mm-hmm. are joke selection, and he selected the wrong material. Right. And uh, apparently, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Boy, Richard Pryor. I think Richard Pryor was the funniest person ever born. <laughs> I do remember nice Catholic boy in North Minneapolis. I brought home. See, this is what pisses me off, though, Alicia. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my big heroes in my life, and I cannot say the name as a white man in America today. I cannot say the name of my favorite comedians' albums. Well, here you go. Here you go, Tom. Before we go to break, see a nigga would have handled that movie differently. <laughs> nigga would have walked in the house. And like, 
What in the fuck is that funky smell? <laughs> <laughs> and all that racket upstairs. Is the girl crazy? <laughs> <laughs> smell like shit in here. <laughs> Some devilish shit at that. <laughs> you walk in the room. Bitch, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Get up out of bed, wash your ass, girl. <laughs> Stink up the whole motherfucking house. Get the cross out your pussy. <laughs> I know Donald Trump loved that part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, t- I tell you something, Alicia. As a as a uh, like a fourteen year old Catholic school boy playing that in my house, my mother went, "What in the hell do you have on the record player?" <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry. Oh yeah. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. More with Alicia Cooper and everybody else in studio. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the new. Nutrimost weight loss plan. I've started up another round at the new Nutrimost Plymouth location. And those unwanted pounds, they're going fast. Unlike any other weight loss program, Nutrimost is so easy. And they guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food. And I'm never hungry. Nutrimost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutrimost of Plymouth is hosting a free informational dinner where you too can learn how to have success losing weight just like me. Neil Sheehy, Nutrimost client, an owner who played nine years in the NHL and is an agent to some of the NHL's current top players, will be at the dinner. It's Tuesday, April 3rd, 6 p.m. at Jake's City Grill in Plymouth, located around the corner from Nutrimost, just off Highway 55 and 494. Space is limited, so call 763-333-7337 now to register. That's 763-333-7337. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. If you haven't already, make sure to check out the best of the Tom Bernard Show, brought to you by Brad, Sean, Bryant, or as he's known, the backup to my hard drive. Every Saturday at noon for highlights from the past week and classic moments from our vault. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, <laughs> the pipes are calling from Glen to Glen and down Alicia, don't you think you can just tell by listening to a song if you can tell it was written by somebody who drinks a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> she goes, yes. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Danny Boy. Probably the most famous Irish song of all time. I would guess. We I'm were, not sure about that. We were just talking about how tough she's got to be for tomorrow night. Getting the ready late for late show, show on, on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. I might Day. have to go blue. <laughs> oh, God. You, you know how Hopkins, oh. Hop, Hopkins knows how to... They have, you know, Hopkins has a parade tomorrow. Do you know about the parade? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the shortest well, it's parade. It's going to be 47 degrees. Yeah, they won't yep. even yep. notice. They'll be in short sleeves yep. coming from the Legion to the Elks Lodge. Nice. Oh. You, that you're short, right. Huh? They will be. Oh, absolutely. I do remember one time, my friend Craig Schumacher, I, I had a Chrysler LeBaron at the time. It was a school <laughs> car back in the day, and it was a convertible, and it was a situation just like tomorrow. Now, Alicia, in D.C., it gets cold, but not like this cold. Right. And so we're driving around, and it's, I, like I said, March 15th, March 20th, and it's 47 degrees out, and Schumacher goes, Man, put the top down. So we're driving around with the top down. It's 47 degrees in March. And we're driving. It was cold as hell, I'll tell you that. In a moving car. Way too cold. Now, Alicia, you is it because you're from D.C. that you like to focus on politics in your comedy? Do you think that's part of it? It may be part of it, you know, because our news, was our local news was just filled with politics being hmm. from right outside oh, yeah. of D.C. And that may have something to do with it. And my parents are very, um, like my, my my mother would read the newspaper, you know, pop the paper out, and I'll, you know, read the whole thing from cover to cover. My father watching 60 Minutes, so it's just like, you know, very um, informed, just naturally curious mm-hmm. family and then I'm you know I gotta keep up with the politics because you have to know what's going on that's gonna possibly affect you 
Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. never thought that uh, we'd be here. <laughs> oh, man, I never thought well, that we'd be here. I never thought that Americans would be in a situation they won't even talk to each other, that they hate each other so much they won't even talk. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty sad. Did, did it is. The did problem you find a the... tough time right after the election with, with going to shows? Right after the election? No. Okay. I, I didn't find any. And, you know, I think every... No, it, it's just because of the type of person that Donald Trump is. He keeps something going every day. <laughs> gives you something to work on. So every day, your material just writes itself. All you have to do is show up. <laughs> so, and, then, and what I would tell people was, um, and if you're a Trump supporter... You should be laughing at this and having a good time because you won, right? Right. <laughs> so what are you right. upset about? <laughs> so well, we no, just, do people get upset if you pick on the president? Do, you, do people get upset by that? It just depends on where you are. Luckily for me in, in California, people tend to um, go, you know, even if they are Trump supporters, they tend to still enjoy themselves. But you can go to certain parts of the country. They don't want to hear anything about Donald oh, Trump yeah, that I isn't suppose. positive. You know, so I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know, but um, I but, just yeah, I just I don't know what. You know, it's interesting, Alicia. There are five members of of our family: my my wife, our son, our daughter, and our daughter's husband, and then me. All five of us voted for a different person for the presidential election. That's how locked down our family is. Five <laughs> different people got votes from our family, so it. it and nobody in the family hates anybody. Andy, you don't hate me, do you? Which one's the Trump <laughs> yeah, supporter? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know if anybody was. Okay. I don't know if anybody was. I, to tell you the truth, tend to be uh, pretty centrist. I, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of either party. I just think whoever is in, is in power gets way too pushy with their agenda. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. Mm-hmm. It's just calm down, settle down, everybody, dial it back. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Look, Were I, you a Bernie bro? No. No. <laughs> no. I was not a Bernie. I was not a Bernie bro. And I wasn't a Gary Johnson guy. I would like a president who knows what Aleppo is, so I was not a Gary Johnson guy either. What, what, what was know. the name I, of the guy just, running the Communist Party this year? Is that is that yes, who you were? Like, oh, the, the, the commie, yeah, the, the communist commie. party. Gary Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> was it Gary Johnson? I thought he was just an independent. He was a commie. No, no, there was a communist party guy this time around. Oh, okay. Oh, was what was there? the late? though? Jill Stein. Some people voted for oh, Jill, Jill Stein. Stein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think my Green daughter party. voted Green for Jill party. Stein. Green party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then definitely she voted for Jill Stein because my daughter yeah. is like. One Lynn of those. LaRouche, was he still, is he still running or is he dead? Lyndon now? LaRouche. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Libertarian <laughs> party. Yeah, no, the problem I, I just, is the two-party system now. Because everybody gets yeah, so locked right. into their right. party and their hypocrisy is so yep. apparent. And you can't yep. get any headway with anybody else because of this two-party system. Did you ever meet Marion? No, you're absolutely right. Meet who? Marion Barry. I did meet him one time. Yeah, I met him a couple yeah. times. He's yeah. an interesting guy. He wasn't. He was like Wait a, a, second. a couple credits short of getting his PhD <laughs> in like physics. This was a brilliant no. man. My favorite thought was, Brett set me up. Right. Bitch set me up. Oh, DC, they sold 10 million bitch set me up t-shirts. Let's take a crackhead almost gets his PhD. Jesus, uh, did you know that they list every write-in candidate? They do they for list a, a, every write-in sure. candidate? For an election, every single one. Yep. So, like, some guy wrote in Samuel Bates from Minnesota. I don't even know who that is, but he was written in. <laughs> Mickey Mouse gets votes. Donald Duck gets votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I'm sure they do. But, uh, the well, depending on what you mean, because there was a party of socialism and liberation, there was the Socialist Party, and there was the Socialist Workers Party. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> three different ones. And none of them got mm, very many votes at all. I, I meant the Russian Communist Party. That's what I was going with. <laughs> yes, Russian Communist Well, it had to be Putin, man. Yeah. No, no, they had Trump, too. Yeah. Just, wow. But well, so now that they've the come thing. out, and even Trump has admitted that Russia uh, meddled in the election, Mm-hmm. And everybody yeah. knows that they flooded the market with all negative Hillary, no negative Trump. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be a do-over. A do-over. <laughs> uh, I don't, it's going to be a do-over? Yeah. I need I a do-over. I think Hillary did a good job of 
and Hillary did a great job of, of filling the air with her own negative comments. <laughs> yeah. She she hurt herself badly at times. Yeah. yeah I mean, I didn't yeah. I didn't vote for Hillary or Donald Trump, so I can uh, Yeah, I I literally can't find somebody to vote for. I I voted for my mother one year. My mother was <laughs> never a politician. I just voted for Toots, my mother. She was unbelievable. Toots. I, I just, all these people. First of all, at least, don't you think? How about the nominee for the Socialist Party USA? Who's that? Emidio Salty Sick. Yeah. Salty Sick. <laughs> what a horrible Toots, name. Toots had a voice just like his, too. Which oh, was wow. The greatest she did. Thing about we liked it. My mother voice. sounded just like Does she smoke cigarettes? Yeah, my, yep. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And she used to answer the phone like this, Alicia. So, so Alicia Cooper's calling me on the phone, and I'm my mother. Ring, ring, ring. Mm, hello. And she did it every time. She would do mm, hello. I don't know why she went mm, but she was one of those women, Alicia, that she would pull on that Paul Mall, mm-hmm. that cigarette, that old gold, mm-hmm. and she'd pull on it. And then she'd talk, and about for the next half hour, smoke would come out. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. Like, smoke just won't stop coming out. What is that? She got that way down in there. <laughs> God. Um, so, now, now, people don't get actually mad at you when you're on stage, do they? When, you, when, when you're saying stuff they don't want to hear? Well, you know what? I try to be like an equal opportunity person, so I'll say something at the time, you know, during the campaign. I say something about Hillary. I say something about Bernie. I say something about Trump. So I was like, yeah. you know, Lisa Lampanelli would offend all the groups, mm-hmm. you know. So I would go yes. and I would I would yes. get everybody. So it, it was it made it more palatable. But now yeah, I don't. Have, now I can't get everybody because there's only one winner. Yep. So it's not as palatable. But I, you know that's yeah, that's where you have to write the funnier stuff because as long as it's funny, people can digest it. Sure. You know, it's only offensive do when it's th- not funny. Do you think that anybody? I mean, didn't I didn't read the story, even though I I do a morning show as well, and 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 next time you're in town, you'll have to come on that okay. show as well. Okay. But I. Did it, did Donald Trump really say that he made a statement to the Prime Minister of Canada, yeah. but he really didn't really know what he was talking about? Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he said he was. He, he said he admitted. was making stuff up. Yeah, he said that there's a trade yeah, deficit. He and he's not up. sure that's true or not. He right. just said. He just oh, said what? Yeah, that's the most admitted. honest thing I've ever heard him say. He's not sure or not. Right. He he had to admit. God. Maybe he's right and I'm wrong. Was yeah. the headline. Right. But didn't they they fired Hope Hicks like two weeks ago for <laughs> yeah. saying she tells white lies for him? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. I don't know. Look, don't you think, Alicia, that anybody who wants to be president of the United States is a sociopath anyway? There got to be half nuts to even want to be president, especially now with social media. Because I mean, people just get up oh. early to fry you on social media. <laughs> right. They talk about your oh, kids. Yeah. They talk about your mama. <laughs> Did you see the video of the black past oh, yeah. in New York cussing out Donald Trump's mama? Yeah. <laughs> no. I laughed so hard. He said her coochie smelled like that swamp down there. <laughs> oh my god. He got all. I mean, the lady is not even here, and he was tearing her up. And he said, "I rebuke you. I rebuke your mama." And the way he said "mama," he got that thing from the balls of his feet up to his throat. Wow! You gotta watch that video. I watch it once a day. That's unbelievable. You watch it every day. That's your inspiration. That's how I get up out the bed. That is hilarious. I watch it once a day. That's that is hilarious. I watch it once a day. That's phenomenal. yeah, it's, I don't know, this too shall pass. Everybody knows this too yeah. shall pass, no matter, you know, who it is, what it is. They're not going to destroy Americas because the people, Americans are strong. They're not going to let anybody destroy their country. Right, so, right, that's true. It'll move on. It, it's, the people are all that matters to me. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, you the know. wives are starting to move on. Donald Trump Jr.'s wife has filed a yeah. divorce. <laughs> Melania is writing, help me on the car window. <laughs> 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 what? So Donald Trump Jr.'s wife filed for divorce? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yesterday. No, she did. See, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Those people drive me crazy, and I mean both parties. <laughs> uh, de- Democrats and Republicans drive me crazy with their stuff, so I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I really don't. Uh, you know, everybody talked about, oh, this tax bill, it's going to be so fantastic. My wife and my taxes went up with the new tax bill. 
So it, I, hopefully it did benefit the workers like they, they no. claim it did. Mm. It did. I'm, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to let you know. No. <laughs> mine, well, but what about all these doubled. people that are getting these bonuses now? Well, mm. I'll, I'll, all I'll tell you, mine's doubled what I got to pay this year from last year. Wow. And they, well, they oh, had some of, woman that was like a school teacher or something, and she filed, filled out a uh-huh. survey, and the survey said, are you getting more money now? And she checked yes. So everybody ran with it. Fox News, oh, this teacher said she's getting so much more money. They interviewed her. She said she's oh, getting God. like 40 more cents a week. Uh, <laughs> oh, but God. she answered the question honestly. More money. <laughs> But what about those people that are getting these thousand dollar bonuses? Is that true or is that made up? I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was well, the, that was the company. bonuses for Walmart, right? Yeah. That um, yeah, that Walmart. Feinstein said wasn't much, but her point was that the people giving the bonuses have a lot more money than what they're giving away. Yeah. Right. It wasn't that a thousand dollars didn't mean anything. Right. You know. So. Right. And there's an article I'm gonna look for because I put it on my Facebook today, and I mean it was just ridiculous. Hold up, let me find it. I mean, it says something about the top 1% since Trump has taken office. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. It says... But they are... Um, what is the top 1%? What, what is, what's the net worth of the top 1%? It said, the, it a, said an, the, the 1% grabbed 82% of all wealth created in 2017. So the top 1% grabbed 82% of all the wealth. Oh, they're, yeah. they're getting poorer. Yeah. Didn't they used to have more than 82%? <laughs> used to have that's like 95 That's part of the deal of having a lot of dough is you get more dough. Yeah. <laughs> but know? think about it. People yeah, are going to be able to live because they're just going to price everybody out. Yeah, well. You know, it's not going to be a middle class. Mm, seems like it. It does seem like it. Yeah. I guess we'll just all move. Ahead. It would. It would help that if the yeah, if the upper upper class would kick in, and then some people would get off their ass and get to work. That would yeah. be nice too. Yeah, that's, that's why the I other said, part I of said, what nobody uh, ever talks about. But the prop, the unemployment office. There's certain songs they should pump through the speakers like work, 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 work. You need subliminals. I'll you. <laughs> next time you come to town, you got to get here earlier. It's wonderful having you in. So next time, next time you come to town, you got to get here early. Oh, perfect! I will do it. that. Absolutely, I will do that. You're the best, Alicia Cooper. Tonight, tomorrow night, one show tonight, two tomorrow night. Correct at yep. Royal Comedy yep. Theater yep. in Hopkins. You got yep. it. RoyalComedy.com. Thank you. And can y'all follow me on Instagram? On Instagram. Instagram yes. You got pictures that we should go fo- go look at? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we pulled the cross out of my behind like the exorcist girl. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend, Tom Bernard Show.